Welcome back to our series, How to Triage Cancer. I'm Loriana Hernandez Aldama, founder of Armor Up for Life. Our mission is to amplify the patient voice to help people, more patients become possible by prepare, present, prevail, the three Ps to Armor Up for Life. I am joined in partnership with Joanna Morales and Monica Bryant, the rock star attorneys and founders of Triage Cancer with some great information. So we wanna continue our series, we're talking about Options when losing your insurance. This year during the pandemic has been so tough on so many people. So many millions have lost their jobs. They've lost insurance. So you might be asking these questions like, where do I go from here? How do I get COBRA? I know I had to go through COBRA and it was not pleasant this year. So it's, it's a very timely topic for so many people. Thank you so much, both of you for joining us. Monica, I want to start with you. How do you get COBRA? How do you navigate it? It's really scary if you have been used to getting your insurance through an employer and now you're faced with a situation where that's not an option anymore. You might be trying to figure out, well, what do I do now? COBRA is a federal law that allows eligible employees to keep the exact same health insurance policy when they would normally lose it. So it's the exact same policy that you had when you were working. Now, what's really, really useful about that is everything keeps going. So everything you've paid towards your deductible or your out-of-pocket maximum keeps going. It's the same network of providers, the same prescription drug coverage. So nothing changes except what you pay monthly to have that policy. Because with COBRA, the employee is now responsible for 100% of the premiums. And so that can feel really daunting. Um, I know Joanna often says most of us don't appreciate what our employer pays for our insurance until we're writing that check ourselves. Now, the other piece of this is that while COBRA is a federal law and does apply to people who work for employers with 20 or more employees, for someone who works for a smaller employer, they might have really similar rights, but it's actually gonna be under a state law instead. And we have all of that information because the laws vary state to state on triagecancer.org under our charts of state laws. So you can check that out and see what's available in your state. Well, I didn't fully understand the whole complexity of COBRA until I went through it this year, because it is easy to say, well, and it is great information that we have COBRA, it is a continuation of care. But, and that's great. However, having to know that you're gonna have a new payer ID, trying to get coverage, I'm still getting bills. And we had no idea. We, we appreciated my husband's employer, but we didn't realize that his employer was paying 77% of his insurance costs. And because we have the highest, given I've had leukemia and breast cancer, we said, oh my gosh, so for the month of February for 28 days, we're going to pay $3,000. And we just felt choked on it. We couldn't believe it. And then we said, well, now what do we do? Uh, is COBRA our only option? And what do we do from here? And so that leads to my next question. Either one of you can jump in. If I, we ended up paying it because we were too stressed. It was only a month, it was 28 days and I had a surgery coming up. But what, what else can you do if you can't just charge that? Thanks to the Affordable Care Act, there are some other options that people can now look to for health insurance coverage if they're losing their coverage through work. Most people are familiar with COBRA because that's what maybe their HR department sent them paperwork on. 
But if COBRA isn't a good option, either because your providers aren't covered or your drugs aren't covered, or it's just too expensive, you could also now look at what your options are in the state health insurance marketplaces, which are available in every state. And people can find all of the private insurance plans that are available to them as an individual or a family on the marketplace. And not only do you have access to looking for that information on the marketplace, you potentially are going to qualify for financial assistance to help you buy your plan in the marketplace. So that financial assistance is based on your income level, and it can lower what you pay for monthly premiums, as well as what you're paying for your out-of-pocket costs for those marketplace plans. And so... I was trying to explain to someone how I perceive the marketplace. So please correct me if I'm wrong, but I've never had to go to a marketplace. I've been fortunate enough to find my insurance through my employer. But I said, you know, when you call and you're looking for car insurance and you're calling this company and that company, you have like a broker who says, well, I can get you this company for this price, this for this price. And you're like, you know what? I want this car insurance company. It's very, is it very similar to that? Yeah, so we often refer to the marketplace as an insurance shopping mall. So it's one place that you can go to look for all of the private insurance plans that are being sold in your state. And a, there's a lot of confusion about the marketplace. So people think they're buying a government-sponsored health plan, and they're not. They're buying a plan from a private insurance company. It's just that the government created the shopping mall for those companies to come and sell their plans and then added some benefits, like making sure that all of those plans are providing a base level of benefits, so you're not getting inadequate health insurance coverage. And then it also required those plans to be standardized so that you can compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges across all of those companies as a consumer. And then of course, the financial assistance, it added the financial assistance for people based on their income level. And you can do that. Like I could have done it had I had time and didn't have surgery and I was rushing, but you can do that whether you need COBRA for a month or three months, four months or a year. But my question, my follow-up question is to you about the financial part. If you can't pay that full amount, if you can't find something affordable on the market, what do you do? You might actually qualify for Medicaid in your state as a result of the Affordable Care Act. Medicaid was expanded for anyone with a household income up to 138% of the federal poverty level, which is a little more than $17,000 this year for an individual. So if you're making under that amount, if your state expanded Medicaid, you can actually get access to Medicaid as well. And we have a great deal of resources on our website about whether or not you qualify for the marketplace or Medicaid. Okay, so there is help out there. You just have to figure out how to navigate it. Monica, is there anything else you want to jump in on that I may have overlooked? Because I could talk about this financial toxicity and the stress of COBRA. Months later, I'm still trying to get through bills and tell a particular hospital that shall remain nameless that I don't owe them $10,000, that they need to rerun my new group number. And that was only for a month. And in, in a period of three months, I had three different insurance group numbers. And so I have bill collectors calling and it's very stressful. So if there's any advice you want to give before we, uh, we close out this episode, let me know. Jump in. 
a lot of people don't have those types of issues with COBRA. So, so I don't necessarily want to scare people off from considering COBRA as an option. One of the things that we stress really strongly at Triage Cancer is that if somebody's facing a situation where they're going to lose their employer-sponsored insurance or they're trying to figure out what their options are, they have to do the math. And we talked about doing the math in our last episode together because we think of it as you could potentially have four different lanes to drive in. So you could be able to keep your exact same policy through COBRA or state COBRA. You could potentially pick up a totally new policy through the state health insurance marketplaces. Maybe based on your situation, there's another group plan you can join. So if you're under the age of 26, potentially you could go on your parents' plan. Or if you're married, maybe your spouse has a plan at work. And then as Joanna mentioned, based on your income, you might be eligible for Medicaid. Certainly also based on circumstances or your age, you might also be eligible for Medicare. And so making sure that you don't sort of jump to a decision because you think that's the only option, but to look at all the possible lanes you could drive in and then do the math to figure out which is the best lane for you. Because once you make that choice, you don't get to change lanes until the next open enrollment period. So it really can be a big financial impact if you choose the wrong lane to drive in. I love that analogy. I love analogies. Great one to pick that lane and you'll be staying in it. So choose it wisely. Well, Joanna and Monica, thank you so much. It's been great to talk to both of you. We will continue to have more episodes on more topics that Triage Cancer covers. And you can find more information about what we discussed in our prior episodes at triagecancer.org and cancerfinances.org.